I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Rookie beast, Jalen Warren. <laughs> You've been through this in the making, Jalen, to get you here. Yeah, I know, right? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so are you nervous? I'm good. You're good, yeah. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Right? Huh? I'm a lot smaller than Rokon Smith. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what I pictured you looking like. It wasn't like this, though. Oh, it wasn't? No. I thought you were white. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't know. When I heard your voice, I was like, "Oh, I don't know." I just pictured a white person. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna examine that. Like, later, Jalen. <laughs> okay, yeah. We have so much to talk about, <clears throat> including the crazy painting that's sitting in your locker. Maybe we can figure out. Oh, the oh, you seen that? Painting. I've heard about it. Yeah. I also want to know where your first touchdown ball is. Okay. Uh, I want to know if you think the Ravens Steelers is like really everything that we think Ravens Steelers did. Mm -hmm. But can we start with this? Is it a true story that you were hiding on cutdown day? I was what? Hiding on cutdown day. Hiding on cut? Oh, on cut day? Um, I was kind of staying out the way, <laughs> not moving as much. Like. I guess just staying by my locker, just kind of staying where not a lot of people were, just kind of, like instead of being where everybody is, you know, kind of just, I wasn't completely in the corner, I was just like. But you know in the corner where Ben Roethlisberger's locker used to be, there's an actual hiding spot. I don't even know where Ben's locker was to look look for that. No. Nobody's told me that. I guess I never asked. Ben used to like move from his locker and go into his little hiding spot. Why? He wasn't going to get cut. <laughs> were you after the training camp you had, the monster training camp you had, you were really nervous that you were going to get cut? I've heard stories like you can't, you can't, you can't be safe. Um, yeah, I've just heard many stories where. I don't know, I guess dudes do pretty good and still get the, you know, still get cut. And so I don't ever want to plan that. There's never a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm good. Okay, but how about now? Uh, are you I don't think so. coming off? No, I mean, you're coming off 76 rushing yards, 22 receiving yards. You've been an absolute monster in the one-two punch. Are you secure? I don't think so. Because I'm undrafted. Yeah. Okay, but haven't you proven your work? Um, the thing with me, I, see, I feel like I just play my role, and I don't see me doing more than what another running back. I feel like if another running back got the opportunities I got, he could do exactly what I do. So I don't know. I, I've always like been a hard worker, competed, but I don't see what I do anything great. I just get the job done. Which we can talk about later. <laughs> but I've covered the National Football League for a very, very long time. I'm mm -hmm. very comfortable telling you how I feel about how someone plays. Anybody who listens to us knows that I don't pull any punches. Okay. You're doing way more than an average Joe off of the street. But let's talk about this. Where does that come from? 
why you're obviously not blessed with Najee Harris's <laughs> genetic gifts. So yeah. where does the drive come from? Why football? Why football in the first place? Well, I grew up with, um, <clears throat> I started with basketball. I was playing okay. basketball. <laughs> sure, for anybody that has not seen Jalen Warren in person, he's officially listed six as two. five foot eight. Are or you really actually two. five eight? Um, five nine. It depends on if it's like the season. Depends on the season. If you're actually really five six. No, I'm, it don't get lower <laughs> than that. It don't get lower. Okay, but I, I mean, as somebody who's five foot three, it's all about how you envision yourself. So you envision yourself as six two. Mm-hmm. Why basketball? I don't know. That's that's what my pops played, and okay. so I just, you know, watched him playing. And then, I mean, he didn't play in like the NBA or nothing, but you know, pick a ball, church ball. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I would play ball. I started with like junior jazz when they would give you the. It was called junior jazz. They'd give you a colored wristband, and whoever on the opposing team had that same colored wristband, that's who you guard. Okay. So uh, I played that, and then I... Wait, so what position then? You were a point guard? Yeah. Point okay. Guard. Um, my, I had, we had got close with, like, a, um, a Mexican family. Mm-hmm. We started growing up with him, but he played football, and I would just go to his practices and just watch. And, and you were, he, like, how old then? Probably, like, eight. Okay. Yeah, I, I had skipped a year. So you can start at eight, but I started when I was nine. Okay. I was watching him, and then they were like, you should try it. I'm like, uh, all right. And I ended up trying it and doing, you know, I guess pretty well. What was your first position in football? Running back. But it was always, it was always, um, I was always overweight. So, like, <laughs> I would have to, like, before cut day or before um, weigh-ins, I would have to run in the backyard with a black trash bag like like a as a 10 year old and an 11 year old yeah to make weight or i would have to get the big x on my helmet and play <laughs> lineman i didn't want to do that <laughs> you don't want to be a lineman no wait so you were running back all the way through that's your first and last position you never did anything else never you're not a zach gentry who was once a quarterback no <laughs> no did you ever want to play anything else safety because but I don't, because I like being back there and you can like observe everything and just come up and hit. I don't know. If I could change my position and master any position, it'd be safety. I don't got like the body for it, but. <laughs> but I think playing safety is an attitude. I think it's a mindset. Yeah, mindset. More than it is a body True. type, right? Yeah. And not every safety is necessarily built like. I mean, even you look at yours. You look at Minka. You look at Terrell. They're not necessarily built the same you look at Troy I think it really is about mindset Uh, and what you see okay why do you love playing running back Uh, I guess just the success I think it's fun Um, um, I love the contact oh you do I don't know I just yeah I love the contact who's Uh, your favorite back to watch besides Najee let's not say (laughs) but around the league is there a back that you really watch Saquon really yeah, I like how, yeah, I, I think he, he a really good bat. Um, ever since he was a sophomore in college, that's who I would watch. Okay. Um, he's unpredictable. And that's I guess that's how I try to be. Like, they don't know if you're going to juke them, if you're going to run through them. Hurdle, I still need to get my uh, work on my hurdle game. <laughs> but, Do you practice that? <laughs> no, nah, I don't practice that. But <laughs> My son is seven. He's been practicing that in the backyard. 
Yeah, probably because Najee. Yeah. That's Najee's thing. Well, no, it's not. I mean, now it is, but that yeah. goes way, I mean, way. yeah, everybody. What, so, when you pick the Steelers, because one of the things you're talking about, of course, it's a lot tougher to be an undrafted free agent than to be drafted and have the security of that. But one of the magical pieces of being undrafted is you kind of get to pick who you think is your best spot. Yeah. Why do you ultimately pick the Steelers? You had other teams that wanted to sign you. Yeah, I had the Packers. Okay. And I think there was one more. Um, Be careful, because Matt LaFleur is a good friend of mine. Who? Matt LaFleur, the head coach. For Packers? Yeah. Oh, I mean, (laughs) I wasn't going to say nothing bad about them. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, Aaron Rodgers and I have the same birthday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, what, What day is that? December 2nd. Oh, nice. You'll remember passed. it now. Happy uh, belated birthday. Thank you. Okay, but why the Steelers? Uh, they offered me the most. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't like, let me look I at what c- their run game or yeah. how they run or anything like that. I mean, that kind of went into it as well, but at the end of the day, I was like, um, they offered me, me the most, and I was just, that's what my eyes were looking at at the time, which is bad. I mean, it worked out. But that's not the way to go about things, and I got—I guess I got kind of lucky that it didn't that it worked out in my favor. Or sometimes that's just fate, right? Yeah, I always have faith in myself. Did you know? So you grew up in Utah. You're born in North Carolina. You grew up in Utah. You went to school in Utah, two different places. Then you went to Oklahoma State. What's the story in that? How did you go from Utah State to Oklahoma State? I ended up entering the transfer portal just because. Um, you know, I didn't. It was kind of an awkward season. Okay. You know, um, we were losing, and you know, I would I was willing to do anything, like even if that meant switch positions, because I was rotating running backs. And I was at Utah State. Yeah, Utah State. Okay. And nothing on the dude I was playing with. He was good. He was just as good. I was like, I felt like we were weaker in some spots where I could contribute, and I'm like. I mean, I'll literally learn any position to have us both on the field. You know, to I feel like I could have contributed more to the team to kind of help us win. And, you know, it wasn't going my way. So, you know, you talk with your family and you just pray. And uh, we decided it was best for me to enter the transfer portal. So while you're at Oklahoma State, what do you know about the Steelers? Nothing. Really? I didn't know anything about the Steelers. I'm not going to lie. Um, Were you an NFL fan growing no. up? Oh, so you never really, I, so you never had a favorite team? I never, yeah. I we we like the Titans, you know, Tennessee, because that's where some of my dad's family's from. Um, okay. But I never like watched the NFL. I watch college more than anything. There's a beast running back in Tennessee. This year? Derrick Henry. Oh, I'm I'm see, I'm thinking Tennessee College. Oh, well you said the Titans. <laughs> yeah, so I'm yeah, saying here we're talking about great running backs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Derek and one Henry. of your teammates made one of the most amazing hits on Derrick Henry that I've ever witnessed in real Spillane. life. Yes. See, even oh you know God, about that. that. Was nuts. Yeah, I see that. Oh, you've seen, seen it on that film. film. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang, what the Derrick Henry he just hit. <laughs> Seriously. All right, Jill, and we've got so much more to talk about. You can take a deep breath. While we take a quick break, we're going to get you some wings, because I hear you're a wings oh, yeah. guy. Maybe some arancini. Something from Minio's Pizza House. We are live there, the best pizza spot in Pittsburgh. We are here in Allison Park. Come out and see us and know 
that Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township, or you can visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. You can text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line if you have any questions for Jalen at 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text are back here at Minio's Pizza, and there is a very nice patron who is telling Jalen Warren that he is her absolute favorite. And then she said, I have a piece of unsolicited advice. Don't fumble. Thanks. I'm so glad she told me that. <laughs> like you don't. Can I tell you a story? So Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. And um, fumbling makes him so crazy that he went through the entire Eagles building and every photo of every former Eagles player, every legend, you know how in your building there's like just photos yes. everywhere, like of every superstar that ever yeah. played for your team? So if he sees a guy and he doesn't like the guy's ball security, Nick Sirianni said, take that photo down. <laughs> I mean, Harold Carmichael, there's a picture of Harold Carmichael. He's like, I don't like the way he's holding the ball. There's a guy, Mike Quick, who is a legend with the Eagles who still does radio. He took a Mike Quick photo down, and then he said to Quick, why were you holding the ball that way? Oh, my gosh. Did I mean, it does play? make... Did Nick Sirianni play? Not in the NFL, but... Oh, but he's just real tight on that. I mean, what coach do you know isn't? Yeah, you lived exactly. this. Did you not live this with Mike Tomlin during training camp? Oh, I camp? did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember the exact look on his face when I phoned him. And... Did Mike, Tom- Mike Tomlin really actually talked about this with you in public, right? In front of the whole team at a training camp? About my fumbling? About your ball security? Your fu- yeah. Uh, Don't say, like, my fumbling. My experience uh, having yeah. not been as good with the ball. Yeah. Uh, it's not, like, a thing anymore for you. Yeah. Keep, I, I, yeah, I try to keep it that way. Um, yeah, I remember um, he just he's just saying, like, I'm a pretty good player, but I just got to get that out of my game. Were you scared? I was just like, yeah. I mean, I knew it was coming, so I was just like, just sitting there taking it. <laughs> okay, but after playing with like a guy like Mike Gundy, when Mike Tomlin gets that look on his face, does it scare you, or are you just kind of like, all right, whatever? Mm, I'd be like, he's mad. Like, okay. He's upset, and he doesn't have that look unless you do something bad. So, what was your? Is your dad like that? Yeah. Definite disciplinarian. Yeah. Like, so you're used to this. Like they give you that look, like, you better pick it up. <laughs> Do you hold the ball differently? I don't think so, just tighter. <laughs> this is what um, Tom Coughlin had to do forever ago with Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber had a fumbling issue, and it was Tom Coughlin who fixed him with it. It was high and tight, high and tight. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many NFL teams I've been around where a guy ends up carrying a football everywhere. To breakfast, to lunch, to the meeting. Oh my gosh. They wrote Jalen's baby. Yeah, they had me doing that. Oh, they did? In training camp. And? They wrote Jalen's baby? Yeah, they wrote Jalen's baby on me. Who's the that? My running back. Who did that? Eddie Uh, Faulkner? Yeah. He he did that. He gave it to me before meetings and said, like, he doesn't care where I'm at, practice, when I'm not repping, uh, lunch, Walmart. If he sees me without the ball, that's a it's a fine. So you know, at the, at that time we didn't get paid. Two hundred dollars <laughs> is a lot. I mean, still a lot, but that was like. Did I he like ever it. catch you? No. No. Like, there would be times where I leave my dorm, get down, 
about to take uh, the scooters to the or the golf carts to the thing, and I forget my ball. I got to go back up back and get the ball. Yeah, at St. Vincent's, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it it's so it's so tough on a player like you on a skill position player because you know what those guys on defense. Like Lovey Smith likes to say, they're scholarship players too. Yeah, they, get they get paid too. Yeah. The best ones know how to poke the ball out, but at the exact right moment. What is that room like? Benny Snell, McFarlane, Najee Harris. I mean, I I like it. Um, is there a lot I of cutting up? Is there a lot of la- jokes? Yeah, um, I guess it just depends on the day. Some day we're more focused. I mean, we're focused every day, but some days we'll like be like um you know we'll joke around more than usual or more than time at other times it's a super young room though right like who everybody's under 25 right i don't know how old the other ones are uh i think naji's my age i don't know how old the um, benny is other, yeah, benny yeah but there's not like benny. the grizzled old veteran in there oh well derek oh, derek's derek's old. married and I has two he's kids like 42 <laughs> What's wrong with being forty-two? Uh, no, nah, none's wrong. <laughs> um, okay, tell us about this painting. I don't know. It just popped up. It just popped up. Um, okay, so anyone who's listening, it's—I mean, it's pretty big, right? How big is it? Yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, they can't. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. It's, it's like, like a few feet by a few feet at least. Yeah, I would say like a yard, a yard by a yard. Okay, so like three feet by three feet. Yeah. Although I don't think it's a square. I think it's a rectangle. But in any case, so and it's this amazing portrait of Jalen Warren in motion with a... What is that guy? A, a Pichacu? Pikachu? <laughs> Pichacu. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu. With a Pikachu yeah. hanging out next to Jalen on a football field. And it just showed up at the Steelers facility. Yeah, I seen like not signed, no card, nothing. No, I, I don't know who, I don't know who painted that. You know, to this day, I've seen like other like GP. I've seen other rookies have it, but they didn't have like that, um, like a an anime character on there. So I don't know why there's a Pikachu on there. I don't know enough about anime. I know that Miles Garrett is obsessed with it, and I'm like trying to know what's going on. But that is that like a good anime character? Pikachu? I don't know. Um, you're not an anime guy? No. Okay, if you're listening and you painted this amazing portrait for Jalen Warren, please let us yeah, know. Please, yeah. Call in. We yeah. definitely want to know about this, obviously. I want to give my thanks to him. Thanks for this great... Are you going to yeah. hang it up at your house in Utah? Yeah, um, once I find out how to get it, it's still at my locker. I, it won't fit in my car. i got to find... like. Somebody else who can. So you need truck. somebody to ship it. Does any is anybody else from Utah? Anybody else on the team? No, not that I know. No. So no one can just like bring it out. No. Does Cam have a jet? Can Cam just like fly it for you? Probably. If you had to pick a teammate, if you had to pick a teammate who had his own PJ, who had his own private jet, who would it be? Mm. Like who just seems <laughs> that they would fly that way? Like bougie, yeah. Um, I'll say Terrell Edmonds. What? <laughs> Seriously? He looks like a bougie guy. Yeah. He, yeah. You know that his Pretty mom. Oh, 
audience saying Minka. Minka is a nice boy from New Jersey who grew up 10 minutes away from me. I don't think he's that bougie. You don't think Minka's yeah, bougie, do you? No. I mean, Minka, again, Minka got his, um, his tushy whapped by a 65-year-old woman just shy of here playing pickleball. You don't know this story? No. TJ, <laughs> I'm trying to be clean. I don't know if the SEC cares. Oh. Um, the FCC, rather. The um, TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Alex Highsmith went to North Park for a pickup pickleball game. Okay. And a 65-year-old grandmother was there, and she had an extra paddle. And she said, hey, guys, want to play? And she, or I think Minka won. I think she and Minka beat up TJ and Alex. Oh, yeah? It was a pickup game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mika didn't even have a paddle. And then, the story's so great, she sent the picture to her family and said, hey, the guy in the green shirt, Minka was the guy in the green shirt, the guy in the green shirt and I just beat up these other two guys and people keep wanting to take our picture. <laughs> she had no idea who it was. <laughs> they random people. But when you think about how competitive TJ Watt is, like him losing yeah, to a random not. stranger, he probably did go home and like... <laughs> kick something yeah right <laughs> know it yeah knowing who he is um terrell edmonds is the son of an nfl player is one of three brothers who plays in the nfl and um his mom was his toughest coach oh yeah growing up yeah she's the one that made them Thank all run you. sprints and jalen's getting some wings right here usually oh it's the arancini that Sean Filson, the fabulous manager here at Minio's and Allison Park, brings to his guests, but he's a little bit slow right now, I think. He's probably still uh, recovering from Sunday night. Who? Sean. He's a big Steelers fan, too. Oh, yeah? He never misses a home game. Oh, never. I don't know when the last time he missed it. Yeah, oh, yeah. He goes and he sits in my seats. Did I tell you that my children's college education is tied up in Steelers season tickets right now? I didn't know. I didn't. You know how expensive those things are? I'm sure they're pretty expensive. I've never sat in them myself. And why do you get them? Well, my husband got them. I'm working. Oh. I work on Sundays. <laughs> oh. I'm like busy yeah. going someplace. Oh, I got you. <laughs> but my husband and my son use them. All right, so you had Raven Steelers, which I will tell you, all the years that I've done this, I think is the best rivalry in all of football. Did yeah. it feel that way to you Sunday? Did it yeah, just feel like it intense. had a different energy? Yeah, no, that was... Yeah, I like, I like, um, you know, I've been part of rivalries like Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I think what makes those so great is the disrespect. I like the, like, I don't like being very cordial on those kind of games. And okay. I, I'm new to the Steelers and Ravens one. Sure. But you can, like, you can tell there's a different intensity when, we, you know, we play each other. What about the Browns? Do you feel with the Browns or no. the Bengals? Oh, you didn't. Even that Thursday night game didn't feel that way to you. Not really. What about the Bengals? Uh, week one, you were so new. Did you even know what was happening week one? <laughs> uh, uh, not really. I just knew what to do. What I should do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really examining. I remember I took my first step on the field, like kick return. I'm just like looking at the stadium, like I'm in the NFL stadium right now. This is crazy. But. I felt it the most with the Browns. I mean, the Ravens. With the Ravens this weekend. All right, let's take a super quick break so Jalen can try some of these amazing wings here at Minio's Pizza House in Allison Park. It is time for a break. We'll be right back after a short 
We're back live here at Minio's Pizza House in Allison Park, where Jalen Warren keeps being bombarded by people who tell him he's their favorite player. Do you like hearing that? Or do you not believe it? I just wonder why. Like, when we have TJ, Najee, like, I don't know. I think it's, it's there's. It's cool to hear, but. <laughs> I, so, first of all, I think your story, I think the idea of an undrafted free agent, because we all want to root for the underdog, right? I mean, TJ came in with the highest possible pedigree. Najee came in with the highest possible pedigree. These are guys that are expected to excel in every way, and unfortunately for them, I mean, we could sit here and talk about this forever. Is it harder for you, where nobody knows who you are, and you get less slack because you're not a first-round pick? Is it harder for them, T.J. Watt, who comes in under the Watt name and everybody expects him to be the second coming, you know, in some way? I don't know. But I think it's always exciting to root for somebody who seems to have battled and clawed for every single opportunity and then who capitalizes on every single opportunity and doesn't take it for granted. Yeah. Like, Joe, and the fact that you still don't feel secure. No. Did you ever feel secure? Did you feel secure when you were at Oklahoma State? Um, you knew it was only one I year, mean, but did you still cut. feel? Yeah, but, like, did you still feel like, okay, I'll be the starter, okay, I'll get X number of no. touches? Maybe after our third game, but that's because, like, our running back, uh, our starting running back got hurt. <laughs> so not because, oh, I'm playing so well. No. I don't think I can, I don't know, like, I get this a lot, like, are you serious? Like, even when I had talks like I was going to make the team, like with coaches, I still didn't believe I was going to make the team until it happened. Like, it was just, I don't know. Okay, um, well, let's let's talk about your season. When you think about the season so far, which, of course, is not over, huge, huge, huge game against the Cleveland Browns, who consider the Pittsburgh Steelers their deepest, darkest rivals. And still an opportunity to get into the playoffs after sitting at two and six and all the things that have happened. When you look back on this year, what do you feel best about? What are you most proud of in your personal, not team, your personal growth, your personal development? I guess just like how I've held up. Um, like I don't I don't know, I guess we have the same back at like where I'm from, like don't fold. And, like, I never let a moment get too big for me. I just stayed calm, and I didn't fold, which means, like, I didn't. Like, Thomas said after week one, like, pissed down my leg. I just, you know, held my own. So, I'm proud of Did he of say that to your face, or he said that in a press conference? In, like, a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> that, was his, that was his review of you? Uh, yeah, he says, <laughs> he's like, well, Jalen didn't piss down his leg. <laughs> Or urinate. He said urinate. <laughs> same thing. No, it's not the same because Mike Tomlin only uses fancy words. Mike <laughs> yeah. Tomlin constantly sounds like he swallowed a dictionary. Yes. Yeah. You, In you your meetings know. too, right? In your meetings, he also uses that same verbiage. I've said this repeatedly, and I don't know that Michael ever let me do it, but I want to write a book on Mike Tomlinisms, where he came up with them. How many were on the fly? How many he thought of? Like, does he sit at his house at home and he's like, oh, I'm going to use this? Yeah, he has a big vocabulary. There's been times where we get back to the room like, what is this word he said? <laughs> like, what does this mean? Do you look it up? 
I mean, yeah, if we don't, if nobody in the room knows. Who's got the best vocabulary in the running back room? <laughs> the best vocabulary? I don't know. I don't, I don't. Nobody talks like a professor? No. Who's the Maybe best Derek speller? Watt. Derek Does Watt. he? Who's the best speller? Me. Yeah, can we talk about this? Because someone tweeted at me, asked Jalen about his spelling. Are you a spelling bee champ? I never participated in the spelling bee, but I've always been good at spelling. Why? I don't know. I never worked on it or anything. I just, I guess, sound the words out and kind of remember how they look. Empathy. How do you spell empathy? E-M-P-A-T-H-Y. How do you spell... What? She's shaking her head at me. Like, that wasn't a tough e- enough word. E-M-P-8. No, that is, yeah, it is correct. He's correct. She's oh. shaking her head at me. Like, ask him a harder word. Well, yeah, I don't want to, like, sit here and be like, automatopoeia. I'm trying to think of, you know, it's just, that's kind of been the word of the day for me today. So, um, I apologize. We can make a hard right turn. What's something that you're still hoping to show before the season is done, however many games are left? Is there something that you've worked to improve that's still not quite where you want it to be? I guess just stay consistent. I mean, I'm not content with where I'm at, but um, I think I've shown, like, all aspects of the game. Like, I can play it. So I guess just just stay that course. Najee's really turned it on the second half of the season. I don't know how much of that is being completely healthy. I don't know how much of that is not seeing any ghosts and feeling more confident in the line. I don't I, I don't know if you have any insight on why you think he's run much harder recently. You ask me what I think of it? Yeah. Why do you think so? I mean you can't anybody can I look and say he's running differently right now than he was weeks one or two. Yeah. Um maybe just like that adjustments, um, um, there's been times where we're, me and him sit in the running back room and the coach has like film up and he's critiquing like all the little things that, you know, can make um, we can get more out of you know, the play. And so you can see that being displayed. When Is he a film junkie? Is yes. Najee a film, are you a film junkie? No, but that, him being a film junkie kind of um, pushes me to be a film junkie. Like, I've watched film more this year than I've ever, ever had. So when you say him being one pushes you because you like sitting next to him, because you see the result of his watching so much film, because he tells you, hey, Rook, you better show up with me? Basically, like, like when you see somebody like that um, involved in the game, I mean, he's been here, what, I mean, he came last year, he knows what it takes, and seeing him, like, be able to like um, I guess do it out on the field like you can tell the improvement that just makes me feel like yeah okay that that method kind of works um, okay. he's showing me like different aspects of the game what to look for on runs and how to tell defenses and stuff like that so I think like that knowledge you know pushes me to be is there any competitiveness in that room? Like who gets how many touches or who had the longest run of the day or anything like that? Uh, nah. Um, Where's your first touchdown ball? Where? Yeah. In my closet. Who are you giving Both. it to? I don't know. I haven't thought of that. Uh, 
I want to frame it. Or I want to put it in a, a case. Shadow, in a case. Yeah. Well, I feel like there will be many more to come, but that's a good thing to do with the first one. All right, let's get to know Jalen Warren a little bit more. What do you do when you're not thinking about football? Do you cook? I just, nah. Nah. What's your favorite food? Wings. What you're eating right now. What do you think of the wings at Minio's Pizza House? These are good. Are you sure? Yeah. Don't lie on the radio. No, this plate would have been done. (laughs) I would have been done with this if I wasn't talking. If I wasn't forcing you to talk. How about the mango habanero sauce? No, that's a good sauce, too. I've never had something like that before. You like spicy? Yeah. So you said that you grow up in a mixed culture family. Uh Uh-huh. If you were to share a little bit about growing up Samoan, of course, there are many. (coughs) I mean, this is the National Football League, of course, but Juju Smith-Schuster is a Samoan star who grew up, who was a part of the Steelers organization for a long time, Troy Palomalu, of course. What would you share about your heritage, your culture? I guess just like, I don't know, growing up, it's always like, um, you just got to respect your elders. Um, You know, we weren't allowed to talk back. I mean, I never looked at talking back. Whether we're right or wrong, if, like, somebody older than you is telling you what to do, then you just got to do it and, you know, assume they're right. Um, yeah, just obey your parents. Uh, take care of your family. Really just take care of your family. And, um, I guess that's really the blueprint of it. It's amazing how I would say the exact same thing about Indian families. All right, I cut you off. Tell me what else you do. When you go home from the facility after that long, long day, after you've done practice and meetings and film study and all of that, what do you do when you go home? Um, I just chill. I'll lay down. Do you watch TV? Lay down. Play video games? Judge Judy. <laughs> no, really? That's your favorite TV show? Judge Judy's interesting. Why? I, well, it started because I just put it on for background noise, and then I had to go somewhere, and I got caught on a case, and I'm just watching, and it was getting pretty interesting, and it actually made me late for whatever I had to go to because I just got caught, like so caught up with it. So ever since then, I always put it on. <laughs> What'd you study in school? Sociology. If you weren't a football player, what would you be? A coach. Oh, so really? Yeah, I kind of I want to go back to school for like a business major. Uh, I I just did sociology because it was easy when I first, and it was too late to change. By the time I wanted to change, so that's my daughter. Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to raise her with strict Indian values. Yeah. She's not really taking hold of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, she doesn't respect her elders as much as I would like her to. And she says no. I never <laughs> said no to my parents when I was growing up. When, yeah. when you talk about coaching, when you look at all of your teammates, who's someone that you think would really make a great coach? Cam Hayward. Really? Yeah. You think he's got the patience for it? Uh... I like coaches that'll get on you and um, tell you what you're doing right or wrong. Like instead of telling you what you want to hear, I like coaches that'll make you know, like, hey, this is always critique you. And I can see them doing that. 
I think that honesty counts for so much. Every great coach I've been around doesn't pull punches. Nobody needs to be falsely built up, right? And that's the magic with Mike T. You know who wants to be a coach is Robert Spillane. Yeah? Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah, I can. Um, If one of your teammates was a judge, who could you see being a judge? Zach Gentry. What? (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. Jalen, we're going to take you in the back to make a pizza. And just so you know, Zach Gentry tried to make a pizza, and when he threw it in the air, it had three holes in it. Quite possibly the worst thing ever. It was the worst. Just about everybody else nailed and he it. He did this. I'll show you videos. Filane threw it in the air, caught it, made a great pizza. Wormley made a great pizza. Millet made a great pizza. Miles Jack made a great pizza. Mason Cole made a great pizza. So Zach Gentry, who cookies? has a show about cooking with Pat Fryermuth, yeah. threw the dough in the air, and it ended up with three holes in it. So that's all you need to do, Jalen, is beat that. Okay. And those are Dom's famous arancini balls that Minio's Pizza House is known for. Everybody who has eaten them has loved them. Alex Highsmith took them home and was eating them out of the takeout box before oh he even left. Yeah, they look good. All right, well, you keep eating. I mean, I can finish the time here, although we really only have about two more minutes with you. So if we've had two more minutes, what else do you wish that the people of Pittsburgh knew about you? Um, We want them to keep buying your jersey as they will continue to buy your jersey. You should have a measure of security, not necessarily because of your production, but because of how you work and because of the teammate that you are. But as people continue to buy your jersey and continue to cheer for you. I think today's been a good day to remember that we root for human beings and not just laundry. What else do you hope that the people of Pittsburgh know about you? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a chill person. I'm a chill person. You are a chill person. Just so everybody else listening at home knows, he has very happily signed autographs for everybody who has walked by. And when I was getting frustrated and saying, dude, that's like six terrible towels, you just smiled and said, okay, sure. Yeah, I I just think it's cool. I don't know. I don't... I usually was the one asking for autographs. I've only asked one person. But. Oh, who? Huh? Who? Well, Let me no see one. if I can guess. Oh, it's no one I would guess? No, it's no one big. Well, who is it? Um, this basketball player I met at like a pickup basketball <laughs> game. <laughs> and you thought he was that great? Yeah, he was good. If there was an NFL player currently who you'd want an autograph from or a jersey from, who would it be? And not like a buddy. Like, of course, you exchange jerseys with buddies. But like somebody playing in the league right now. Uh, Tom Brady. Because? Just because he's been in the game. He's seen it all. He He's seen every aspect of football. You see, he um he passed the days of outside of football. He, he has more days playing football than not playing football. I don't know that he's leaving. You think he's retiring? No. Did you go talk to him after your game this year? No. You didn't shake his hand? You want to shake my hand? Of course he would. <laughs> Tom he Brady. Me shoe. Oh no, he went Jalen. Jalen, 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 Jalen. Just remember this for next year, for wherever he lands, if you happen to play them. Tom Brady is one of the nicest people in the National Football League, and has one of the smallest egos 
of anyone I've come across in 15 years. You've talked with him? A million times. And his parents and his sisters. He is really, really, truly. Oh, I just... He's a six-round pick whose picture from the combine gets shown every year. He knows not to have too big of a head about any of it. And he works harder than maybe... I mean, when I think of the 10 hardest workers I've ever been around, he's that guy. He's the guy that you know can do whatever it is, the five-step drop back, the whatever it is, in his sleep. He'll still rep it after practice for half an hour by himself. 